Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. The world is scary and we're locked in our home But now we have big microphones So you can relax, that's the name of our podcast Hello! Hello, welcome to Relax, the podcast. I'm Colleen Ballinger. I am Eric Stockland. And um, we are the parents of three children. (laughs) We have so much to fill you guys in on this week. We do? What have you been up to? We missed you guys last week. Something going on? Well, first we should start off the episode with a bump check. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Do it. There ain't no bump no more. Um, babies have uh, been evicted That's from funny. my stomach. That's funny, love. And we are going to get into all of the nitty gritty details. Evicted? Of, well, they don't. They actually they moved out. Yeah. They preemptively moved out. You know, they didn't yeah, wait till their lease like was, it was on over. their own accord, or at least yeah, one of sure. their own accords. Yeah. And we'll get into all that. No cord, pun intended. <laughs> well, cord. Oh, we'll get into it. Um, let's talk about who needs to relax. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> just everything's normal. So let's just be normal. You might see that we're in a new location if you're watching the podcast today. And that is because our house is in shambles because we just had baby twins. And their room is being redone. And also Flynn's room is being redone. And so our podcast room is currently being, their room is not being redone. Bedroom. It's being done. It's being done. Period. Yeah. And um, Flynn's room is currently the podcast room. So we are in the garage. <laughs> yeah, we are in our garage. It's us, a water heater, mm-hmm. a vacuum cleaner, a bunch of thing, trash, a bunch of trash, <laughs> and a lot of haters. I wish back we could spin the camera on oh, and just oh, show. You don't want to know a giant mountain of trash. Um. So who needs to relax this week for me? Speaking of garages, oh, you're going. Oh, do you want to go? I can go. I'll go first. Mine will be quick. Okay, mine will be quick as well. Okay. Uh, who needs to relax this week for me mm-hmm. is our adorable, sweet, amazing, cuddly little son, Wesley Coy Stockland. You're already throwing him under the bus? He's got to relax, man. What, what do you doing? mean? He broke his freaking water oh. eight weeks early. I was going to say, he seems pretty relaxed he over there. He is relaxed over of the two of them. Mm-hmm. He's the more relaxed one. But he needed to relax. And that's all he had to do. But since he literally all he had to do was relax. <laughs> he couldn't and do he it. was like, nah, I'm gonna kick this water right open and uh-huh. just explode your lives right now. Yeah, he broke the bag early, didn't he? He sure did. So he doesn't need to relax now. He's very relaxed. He's like the chillest baby in the world, but he needed to relax. It's funny is that for the for the past couple months, he's literally just been punting at that thing right oh, down there. He's been there. trying to get out this whole like, time. Like the whole time. We just thought it was like, oh, baby kicking. But he was, no, he was he's literally like trying, to, get trying to like the shining. He's here's like, Johnny. Out here. Get out of there. And he did. Yeah, he sure did. He won. Uh, and his entrance is our. Uh, well, we're figuring it out. Aren't we? <laughs> I don't know. Where am I? What's happening? <laughs> Who's your relax this week? Love. 
I, I don't know. You went with our new son. I went with parking garages. <laughs> <laughs> well, that has to do with our new son. We're in a parking garage every single day. We are our in a parking garage every single day, which means that I've um, discovered a new thing that I absolutely hate. I think there are two parking garages. Yeah. Well, no, not necessarily. I mean, I feel like it's a beneficial thing for um, society. You know, there are so many cars. <laughs> Uh, we have to park them somewhere. Mm-hmm. And, but my specific thing is that I, I believe that there are two different types of people mm-hmm. on this planet. Okay. There are the people who prepay their tickets for parking garages and the people mm-hmm. that are like, screw everyone else on the planet. Mm-hmm. I am a total jerk and mm-hmm. I will figure it out when I get up to the thing. You, you do know that you were that person today, right? I am only that person uh no i'm not no i am not that person you I, were today is what i'm no, saying i didn't want to wait in line to have it valid validated and i knew that they would let us just out with the our because we are nicu parents mm-hmm. it's something that i always thought would be a title of mine <laughs> um i'm not that person i'm just saying you were today we we had to push the buzzer at the parking thing. i know but there's nobody nobody behind me and they let us right out because they know us there because <laughs> yes. they're every day um but people that like that don't prepay it mm-hmm. and then hold up the line it seems like it happens almost every time I've ever mm-hmm. left any parking garage ever. Does mm-hmm. this not constantly happen to you? Yeah, I guess it does happen. Yeah, it does. There's a machine that you pass on the way to the parking spaces. Pay the scanner, pay the ticket. Wait, wait, you're in a rush, so you're like, oh, I'll just pay it at the gate. But like, then it's just not any faster, and Listen, you're holding up the line for everybody. I hear you. I hear you. I feel like you're not. I feel like you're certainly not on my side with oh, this. I'm, You've I'm just been so, mocking me. Like, no, like I'm I loved so waiting in line. Trying no, to get, I am so on your side. There's nowhere you want to get out of faster but than a parking I, garage. I, I will say that there have been many times where I got to my car and was like, ugh, I have to go pay this parking ticket yeah, thing. Right, and you yeah. get out of your car and go, it's annoying. Oh, I've certainly been like, I'm not getting out. Oh, see, so you <laughs> are that person. I'm not that person. It sounds like you might be, lovey. Did you look up facts about parking well, garages? Well, this is a relaxed podcast, and now I do my research. I don't want to seem uneducated. Um, did you know where the first parking garage was invented? I'm going to guess. And when? Yeah, what year? I'm going to guess. Oh, what year? What year the first multi-level parking garage was invented? 1957. 1916. Really? Yeah. You want to guess where? New York? Toronto. No. No. Chicago. Yeah. Chicago? Yeah. The I'm actually LaSalle Hotel so in Chicago. Do you want to guess how many parking spaces there are in America? In America? Yeah. How many parking spaces do you think there oh, are? Oh, geez. I have literally have no idea. There are 800 million to 2 billion parking stalls in all of the that's, United States. Excuse me. No, Jan, but that's a very wide range. That's three to eight stalls per every registered vehicle. But that's like a really wide, that's like saying like uh, between a few one hundred and million, seven yeah. million. Who's really keeping track of this? Like the they could have said anything. In it. First Bureau. of all, I'll believe it, but like that's really wide. You know how many a billion is? How much is a parking space worth in Los Angeles? Like a month. What? Like what's the average monthly cost of a parking space in Los Angeles? Like when you mean if I mean, you get a bunch like, of parking tickets? Yeah, if you're paying you for parking, like if you have like a parking space in a garage. Um, 200 bucks. Okay. 200 bucks? Uh-huh. I don't and know what you're for, saying. I'm just stating facts. Wait, it's two hundred dollars to park in. So, Los like a month is like is the average for owning a parking space in Los Angeles. Okay. And then, how much do you think is the average that every Los Angelino has paid in parking tickets? Ooh. What is like the medium that like people have accrued over two hundred dollars? Five thousand. 
What? You just made no. that up. I didn't make it up. The Wait, the average made that it up. a singular person pays in parking tickets is $5,000? The cost $5, of Los Angeles parking tickets averages to over $5,000 per resident. What? That cannot be true. I'm reading it off the internet. But it's how certainly much, true. But how much, how many, how much money do you think you've paid in parking tickets? Because I feel like I've probably paid like probably in my total. lifetime, probably five thousand dollars. No way! Certainly, Where yeah. are you parking? In college, I had a like a really bad like apartment near. Like, I don't know. It was really horrible to park at my college, and everyone got parking tickets constantly. Myself Sorry included. Yawning in and then it, when I was in college, I just assumed, well, you just don't have to. It was like jury duty. You just just don't just ignore it. You know what I mean? Love. And then when I first moved to L.A., I, you know, I, you know, built up this immunity to parking tickets. I was like, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I had no money to pay them. And like, what are they going to do? Well, they impounded my car. And then it was like two thousand dollars to get a car out of impound. That was I don't think the car was even worth two thousand dollars. You make great choices. (laughs) (laughs) I I will say that I have a good credit score now Mm -hmm. and have zero debt. Well, maybe not anymore after. After what? In the past couple of weeks. Oh, come on. I know. I'm terrified to know how much the Nick you say is going to be. Oh, well, just all of it is times two, isn't it? It was times two everything. And also, like, how much is an emergency C-section? Like, I don't know how much I don't know. Cost I, like, I, in America, like our, our yeah. health care system is horrible and our our health care is horrible. Yeah. I, so I generally have just disdained from all medical procedures yeah. my entire life to whereas now. uh yeah, people have been talking about that. I feel like I'm just I'm gonna get hit in the face with it. Are you yawning by keeping yeah. your mouth closed? <laughs> that was so, so strange. Bad. You're like, I don't want to well, embarrass him, so, so I'll just you, too, because I have like I don't have an excuse now because when I was pregnant, I was like, I'm pregnant, I cannot help but yawn. I would every oh, there episode is. and I am not pregnant now. And you're just going <laughs> I'm just like making the most strangest face I've ever seen. Yeah, there is so much now. That mm-hmm. you can't get away with anymore because we all know uh, I can get you away with more because faking. I am. Oh, I am the mother of twins in a NICU pumping every three hours. Yeah, I can have whatever yeah, I so, want. So yawn, <laughs> so yawn, let it out. I can have whatever I want, and so can you. That's true. We can do and say whatever we want because we are going through it. Um, but you know, I'm I'm going back to this parking ticket thing. I am shocked at how much you say the average American spends on parking tickets because I really don't think I've ever spent more than like maybe two hundred dollars total on all the parking. Do you pay tickets. them on time? Yeah. Oh, I don't pay them on time. Okay. If I pay them at all, this is in the past. This is well, old Eric. I have a way that I can help you save money. Love. This is little Eric. I have a way to help you save money. You know, I can help you save money, um, and so you can pay off parking tickets if you just use today ticks. <laughs> When you go see shows, <laughs> let's talk about our first sponsor. I know today ticks. So do I. I bought tickets up. Those aren't, those are the kind of tickets I like. I know they are. Yes. Let's talk about good tickets, not negative yeah. tickets, positive tickets. We love today ticks. When I lived, well, when we lived in New York City, because mm-hmm. uh, I was doing a Broadway show, Eric, you today ticks. Naturally just slipped it in there that you did a Broadway show. Well, I, I, dro- I dropped that. You to somehow in every conversation. I, I try show. to bring it up as often as I can, you know. So, you know, you would too. I feel I like anyone would. would. Um, anyway, you got to see a couple Broadway shows using Today Takes. It makes yeah. it easy and quick, and you get great discounts. You do. It's really, you really it, wonderful. I did it same day. Twice. Heck yeah, for Hamilton, y'all. 
Hamilton the Musical. So what is Today Ticks? Today Ticks is your one-stop shop for theater tickets with the best value on tickets to Broadway and beyond. Just download the app or visit todaytix.com to find a show you want to see. It's easy to use. Getting tickets is easier than ever. With the Today Ticks app, you can check out in 30 seconds and get your tickets with ease. Yeah, like Eric said, he saw Hamilton yeah, the don't same be, day. Don't be helpless. Use Today Ticks. You know what? I don't have the rights to that song. I'm not going to sing any more of it. But I'm you know the song. Pretty sure Hamilton is public domain. Oh, please. <laughs> uh, you can book your tickets months in advance or even day of if you're feeling spontaneous and crazy like Eric here. Always. Today Ticks gives you access to exclusive pre-sales, limited time offers, digital lottery programs to sold out shows and day of discounted tickets. Today Ticks isn't just for Broadway and London's West End. You can also find tickets in cities across the country and around the world, including Chicago, L.A., D.C., San Francisco, Sydney, and more. Take advantage of the best deals on theater this holiday season. You got to find some good gifts for this holiday season. Oh. Today Ticks is going to hook tickets. you up. See that show you've always wanted to see or discover something new that you'll love just as much for even less this holiday season. Go to todaytakes.com slash relax and use promo code relax to get $10 off your first Today Ticks purchase. That's promo code relax at todaytakes.com slash relax for an additional $10 off your first ticket purchase. Todaytakes.com slash relax. If we were, if we were, uh, in New York right now, mm-hmm. what sh- what show would you get a ticket to? I really want to see Mrs. Doubtfire because um, oh, charity, two of my yeah charity who I did waitress with um, is in that, and so is my friend Mark who's also in waitress. Oh yeah, with me. is it getting good nods? I think so. I mean. I think so because my Mrs. friends Doubtfire are in the it. musical. Like, of so uh, yeah, that's what I would go see. All right, so we had babies, and oh. I just have to say I'm psychic because the last episode we did yeah that was crazy. I was 32 weeks, 30, I was, no, wait, was I? I was, because did my water break the next morning? Yeah, you were 32 weeks, yeah. When we recorded that podcast, yeah. my water broke the next morning, right? Yes. No, it, it broke hours late. It broke, um, if we recorded at 10 o'clock, it, it broke uh, 12, 11, 11, hours, 11 hours 11 after hours we later recorded my water the broke. last episode, yeah. So that episode, I was like, this might be the last time we ever do this. I didn't really believe that. Like, I really did think no, we'd it have was a while eerie. longer. It's funny. We, um, so in the hospital, we had to like, listen back to it. We had about four days just like, you know, staying at the hospital the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, and at some point we had to listen back to it and it was so eerie, those moments of you implying that it was happening soon. And I remember in real time when you were saying that it felt different because mm-hmm. that whole day I've been saying you're acting just, mm-hmm. just like how you acted the night before right the Flynn. night before Flynn was born, there was like a sense. Mm-hmm. It was in the it was in but the like atmosphere. We, I feel like we both sensed it and we both like knew it was coming, but oh, we but didn't deny, believe deny, it. deny. Yeah. You like you you bury that in your lizard brain. Yeah. So for like sure. that last podcast we did, I kept saying, like, this might be the last time. So I'm gonna talk about being pregnant. I'm gonna talk about how hard this is. I'm gonna talk about crisis because they could come any second. Not thinking that was actually true. Yeah. And lo and behold, I manifested that. And my water broke the next morning. Um, and also there's other stuff I said in that podcast that was crazy. Like I said, like what? you know, the boy which now I, we can say his name is Wesley. Mm-hmm. Wesley, I was like, he's just kicking. He's so strong. I can tell he is so strong by how he kicks me. Yeah. And I said in the podcast, said that in the- yeah, I said, well, I said, if they were to come out right now, 
I know, I don't know about her, but I know he would be fine because he's so strong. Yeah, you said that a bunch and that that last week. And that is exactly true because he oh, came out strange. and he was like, I mean, he was doing as good as he possibly could considering how early they were because I was only 32 weeks pregnant. A full term pregnancy is 40 weeks, by the way. So they came eight yeah, weeks early. He came out, was was crying and, and didn't need help breathing, breathing. which is huge. Um, yeah, he needs help with a lot of things now. Um, but he's like doing as good he pos- as he possibly could considering how young he is. Yes. Whereas Maisie, our daughter, um, she... It needed yeah, she, help. <laughs> she wasn't, she wasn't ready. She was not ready. And she was, so she needed help breathing. And she still is like a week behind Wes. Like she's always been smaller than him. She's still in a closed, heated, isolate, a little bed. Sounds um, better than incubator. I know. That's why I say isolate mm-hmm. because like incubator sounds like a, a science For the project. layman though. It's their bed. Their it's little their hospital box. bed. Yeah. So his is open, which means he's regulating his own body temperature. She's still got to be closed in there. I'll get in her nice little toasty Because warm. apparently, because um, the goal here is for them to gain calories. And, and they, eat and on eat, their own. Yeah. And they, apparently regulating your own body temperature burns. A lot of calories. Calories. And this is, uh, uh, this matters a great deal if you are uh, a three pound something <laughs> human being. They're very tiny. They're very cute. All the stories have been told on my YouTube channels. If I'm sure we'll get into a lot of it here, but mean? I told the whole story on you the internet. You talk, you've already talked about this U- on the I internet. I have a YouTube channel. Well, I don't watch it. Um, but you know, I've seen a lot of comments that have asked about um, the experience. More specifically, people have asked about the NICU experience um, from your perspective, and I thought that would be like something. Who's your? You, Who's the Eric your? Stockland, because I talk about it a lot. Yeah. I talk about it, you know, my vlogs on my main channel, I've talked about the birth and then I've talked about a lot about the NICU and how challenging and painful and heartbreaking Mm -hmm. it is. But, um, you know, obviously you are not a YouTuber and that's interesting. So you've talked cause so you've talked to how many people you've talked to about this? Well, the, the video about their birth, I think has over 5 million views. Okay. So you talked to like. Five million people. Five million people. <laughs> and then, about this. Like, and then this my, like, the NICU stuff. I talk about my vlogs, my daily vlogs. So I've posted uh-huh. maybe seven-ish videos. Well, a couple weeks. So maybe more close to 10 to 14 videos uh, since the babies were born. And um, I cry a lot about how hard it is to have babies yeah. in the NICU. And those get about a million views each. So there's a lot of people. Is that what you're doing at the computer? <laughs> yeah. Um, but a lot of people are asking about you. So I wanted to. Well, I that's an interesting dynamic in our relationship is that like so you've talked uh, intimately mm-hmm. and publicly to millions, to millions of people about um, this profoundly traumatic, intimate, you know, family experience. And I've talked to, no, there's no, I'm not offended by this. Mm-hmm. So Jade, I love what you do. I think you're so incredible. I think you are like of a lot of people who share their lives publicly. I think you are, I mean, in my experience, like this supremely genuine and authentic and it's, it's so organic for you to share. Mm-hmm. And I love that so much about you, <laughs> but <laughs> you're, I, you're speaking so carefully, like, um, yeah. but I have talked to, you about it (laughs) your parents my parents a little bit not like uh yeah i've talked to my parents about it Mm -hmm. um yeah well now you're gonna talk to everyone listening to the podcast texted like a couple friends like a a status Mm -hmm. but certainly not like talk like talked Mm -hmm. about it Mm -hmm. uh other than to you um well do you 
I think there's a mosquito flying around. There's here. one mosquito and in the I, garage. I think it bit my chin because it's itchy. On Probably my chin. knowing you, it for <laughs> sure bit you, and was in. And somehow there'll be a wound there. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, but I would love to hear. Like, I mean, I know because we talk about it. But mm-hmm. let's. But you know, one thing I don't think we talked about that much was. We we had an emergency C-section. So basically. Yeah. I mean, I can talk about it from I, my perspective. I want you to. So um, don't people want to hear your perspective, though? Are you they, say, you're I'm saying, saying they've like already they heard it. I'm saying like, if you want to hear my perspective, you can. Um, and this will be. I got it. Oh, no, I didn't. Flew away. Dang it. Sorry. I just smacked Eric and just thinking. I think it was just like a cat hair floating. I don't no, that was. was a mosquito. Anyway. Um, so we got to that. My water broke. We went to the hospital. Yeah. Long story short, from my perspective. Um. We get there, they check on the babies. Heart rates are good. We're going to keep you here for a couple of days, Colleen, and, and give you medicine so that the baby's lungs are strong when we do a C-section, schedule it, and get them out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, great. And then they checked my cervix and saw that uh, Wesley's umbilical cord was coming out the exit, which, which is, is bad. very, very dangerous and could do worst case scenario to our babies. So uh, we immediately were whisked to a... Um, operating room where we had an emergency c-section and out came babes and yes. you can hear how i feel about that and my personal experience and thoughts all over my youtube channels but stockland whoa i think it would be awesome to hear your perspective of the whole situation um uh, of course yes and call you stocks it's fine call you stocks <laughs> okay stocks some people call me in high school did you know that yes yeah, stocks and bonds um just stocks oh really okay sorry. stocks and bonds and the number was my uh, AOL instant messenger name. Yeah, mine was I'm a cat lover 13. Of course it was. So this is <laughs> this is in the canon. People know this about you. So tell us, how is a C-section experience from your perspective? Pretty shite. Um, <laughs> uh, I as well, um, as has been talked about a lot with our doctor, that if if this ha- if your water breaks, what they're going to do is keep us there for 48 hours and pump you up with stuff to, to help them on their on their way out. Um, but that would be, a f- you know, I fully expected even when, oh, oh my gosh, your water broke. It's like, yeah, take your time. We're going to get there and then we're going to like be there for two days to like mentally cope with like then having to go through the C-section and this early. And that sounded completely awful to have the two days of anticipation. But still, you know, it was somewhat comforting and manageable that like I would have that time to process and, and well, that's what we were anticipating and prepare somewhat. Um, and then so we rushed to the hospital and then we we're running through the hospital with our doctor and we go to this room and it, then it's kind of like settled and you're happy. I'm I'm happy. We've like got over the initial adrenaline. You know what I mean? And they're. I'm like setting up our stuff, like figuring out what I happened to throw into two backpacks and a suitcase before we ran out the door. And our wonderful, amazing, incredible doctor is talking to you and this lovely uh, nurse. And they're kind of going over that plan of 48 hours and all this. And I'm kind of across the room uh, and we're in that room and there's then like a couple more nurses are in there. There's like four, four people in um, Mm -hmm. and um and I can see in this moment, I see the doctor kind of checking, like saying, oh, they're great. They're fine. I'm just going to check this one last thing. And then I see her demeanor completely change, just like it, mm-hmm. like her aura changed. And mm-hmm. she whipped her head to one nurse. 
said something that sounded like the chord ch- prolapse. Yeah. Charlie. Well, to me in my oh. ears, it was like white noise, Charlie Brown character stuff. Mm-hmm. Cause I could just tell it wasn't good. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so on edge. And then I see at that moment, you, I could see you heard it and you looked mm-hmm. at me and I could just see your, you know, you're wearing a mask. I just mm-hmm. see your eyes and I knew it wasn't good. And then everybody started moving really fast. And, uh, do you remember what I said to you? What'd you say? I said, the babies are yeah, coming right now. Right now. You said the yeah. baby's coming right now. And it's like, I feel like my intestines fell out my butt, like in that moment. And then, <laughs> and then this, uh, all of a sudden literally thrown at me was this plastic package that had like the over scrubs stuff, like mm-hmm. the stuff that like you've seen in pictures, people, the husbands, you know, mm-hmm. they wear like the blue hat and the thing that goes over your shirt and pants and like little booties. And then all, all these five or six other people rushed, rolling your bed, rushed you out of the room and down the hall. And they were like, stay here. We'll come and get you. It was terrifying. And so like all of this, like all that commotion, you know, all this commotion. And then all of a sudden I'm just in a hospital room, complete silence alone. And I didn't know for how long. They didn't tell you what was going on? No, they just said, wait here. We'll come get you when it's happening. And you were just gone. Everyone was gone. I was completely (laughs) alone. Yeah. Just in this strange hospital room on a Saturday morning. You know what I mean? And it was literally the longest 20 minutes of my life. Mm -hmm. And it was, I could just feel the anxiety and stress building. And in that moment, I think I was able to text your mother Hmm. and text my parent, my mother just like, just Hmm. that something, because I don't think anybody knew it was actually going to be happening right now. And I just wanted someone like the point people in our families to know, and then they Mm -hmm. could share if, you know, I feel like I remember you FaceTiming your mom when my water broke. Did you? Did you call them and tell them that my water had broke? I don't know if I, no, I don't think I would FaceTime them. I think I, t- I texted them. God, everything's such a blur from that day. It was so weird. Um, and then, yeah, the longest one I met, like I was, uh, like I was obviously a different color when someone finally did come in to get me because this nurse then after the longest, like I said, the longest 20 yeah. minutes of my life and this, and I could feel like the blood going through my body and every hair on my body. I was freaking out. You yeah. Know? And this, this young nurse uh, who was lovely sprints into the room and it's like, okay, come on. And then she turned around and she sprinted out. So I was then really, then I you was, so this. then I was running down a <laughs> really? random hospital hall. Like, I, you know what I mean? I've only seen this shit in like movie. Like, I don't, what's this? You were, you ran running in like the little blue slippery cloth booties that go over your shoes. And then they bring me into this room and the way that they have it set up is that you're the half of you that I definitely don't want to see during this experience is facing the door. Just naked. Uh, I don't know because I literally like just tunnel visioned down till I could get around the, the, you know, wizard of C-section curtain and be like, just, I just wanted to be next to your face. I just want to be yeah, as close as I, I could to. and in your ear and like forehead to forehead and just be there with you. And it was all, it was all so crazy, man. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden I just hear, drink this. And I turn around and this nurse has like, what was it, like an apple cranberry juice? Yeah, some sort of juice because she, I remember her saying. All like, the- and then, so after all that though, this nurse is to me like, drink this juice. And I was like, what is the juice? Why do I need juice? <laughs> I, I barely remember anything. It was all such a blur. I completely like kind of tried to black out. I remember trying to make myself feel numb because I was so petrified that you were not in the room with me. It was really scary getting like, just knowing I was about to be cut open. I didn't know what was going to happen and getting the drugs in my spine and all this stuff. And you weren't with me. I, was mortifying. Like it was so scary. Yeah. And, I'm sure uh, nothing. I, what I 
went through can compare to what. Oh, I'm not saying that at all. I'm I'm side of the curtain. No, um, I'm just I'm just saying that I I barely remember right. much, and because it was oh. I was just trying to block it out. Well, I when I got to you, and I was just like, "Hey, I'm here," but you know, it's it's I showtime. This is crazy. You were just like, I was just staring, you were just staring at a wall. And I could tell like you were like in the zone. I was just of trying zones. not to, I was trying not to have a panic attack. I know. No, I know. And so I was like, <laughs> I, knew, I knew where you were. And I was just like, I'm just going to hold her head That's and put I my wanted, forehead yeah. to forehead. And just, I do remember our doctor saying to me before you got in there, um, she's like, are you doing okay? You, do you feel like you're going to faint or whatever? She's like, I just saw Eric. He looks like he's about to faint too. She did say that. Mm-hmm. And so like, she, that's why they got you juice. Cause they didn't want your blood sugar to drop and you to faint in the middle of all that. So they're trying. Well, to- I, I just, someone, I feel like I've talked a lot about anxiety on this podcast in the past. Like I never knew it was just like, Oh, cranberry apple juice, like a little, <laughs> <laughs> little who needs tinfoil top like yeah just drink some Why cranberry juice uh, <laughs> but um, you know what speaking of delicious things i'm gonna interrupt this story <laughs> we're right that was good good ad placement we were right at showtime there well, we'll be right back after a message from our sponsor which is hello fresh Nothing fresher than <laughs> C-sections. Yeah. Hello Fresh. You guys, we love Hello Fresh here on this podcast. We're so grateful they want to sponsor us it's yet again. Coming in handy right now for sure. Oh yeah, baby. So I don't have to do everything and then go to the grocery store. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk to you all about amazing HelloFresh. So what is HelloFresh? Well, let me tell you. With HelloFresh, you get fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh offers convenient, contact-free delivery right to your doorstep for easy home cooking with the family. The recipes are easy to follow and quick to make with steps and pictures to guide you along the way. That's one of my favorite parts is the pictures. Because I feel like sometimes it's hard when you just read the instructions to a recipe and you're like, no. Wait, how how thick do I cut these things? How do you know, like, yeah, how what is this supposed to look like before I put no, it in the I oven? Need pictures. Give me a picture, Books, man. Pictures. Get into when it. When I'm not eating HelloFresh and I go to a restaurant, menu. Better have pictures. Oh, yeah. Better have pictures. HelloFresh is 30% cheaper than shopping at a local grocery store. Plus, you skip the checkout lines. Winning. It's pretty amazing, guys. It is somehow cheaper. Yeah. Somehow. And at least in this family, because we would just we I just know. shop meal by meal and I know, then it's, it's so, so expensive. expensive. Yeah. The holidays can be hectic, guys, but HelloFresh helps keep things simple with recipes and ingredients that cut out grocery shopping and limit meal prep time so you can spend more of the festive season with friends and family. Guys, that's pretty incredible. All right. We are so focused on babies at the NICU and our son here at home and the holidays coming up and everything is just so hectic that we are so grateful for HelloFresh. It's making life a lot easier for us to have meals already ready to go and easy and quick to make um, during a time that is really hectic. So we strongly recommend. We think you guys will love it. And if you want to check it out, go to HelloFresh.com slash 14relax and use code 14relax for up to 14 free meals and three free gifts. Hello, presents. Who doesn't love presents? Happy holidays. Yeah, go to HelloFresh.com slash 14relax. Use code 14relax for up to 14 free meals and free gifts. Do it. Try out America's number one meal kit today. 
All right. We left at a pretty crazy moment there. They're about to cut me open in your story. So they let's were continue. about to. But we had to talk about HelloFresh, of course. So let's. Yeah. Well, that's where a natural commercial break would happen anyway. Yes. OK, so let's talk Very about Grey's Anatomy. Of cutting us. open my body and pulling out humans. Oh, let's. Do we have to? <laughs> no, um, we don't have to. We can talk about something else. <laughs> from my perspective, then. Uh, or. or Glorious, amazing doctor kind of peeked over the top of the curtain and said, it's what's happening. And I remember her saying, you were in a place as she was, she was like, um, it's about to start happening. Don't worry. I just pinched you really hard. You can't feel anything. Okay. Yeah. I remember. So that. I was like, oh, that's nice. She pinched her. She didn't feel it. So she certainly won't feel <laughs> the cutting, I'm cutting you my open organs. and like rearranging <laughs> your organs. Um, and and then we were we were kind of like chatting at first, mm-hmm. like we were kind. It was me I, and you. Yeah, we were like a little bit. Like you were not well, but like it wasn't like super dark. Like me and you were talking. We were we were saying this is crazy, isn't this? Can you believe? Because it happened so fast, mm-hmm. and we didn't really get to check in with each other before mm-hmm. then. It was actually happening when they said it was going to happen. When we thought we were gonna have two days mm-hmm. to say like this is crazy. So now we're saying this is crazy as it's starting They're to happen. My body open and. Um, the hardest part for me was that like, now I could see her whole face and I could see, you know, it was just so intense, man. And like, <laughs> before it was happening, I was just thinking to myself, like, okay, you just got to not pass out. That's my job. Don't pass out during this. Mm-hmm. Like, so they don't have to worry about me too. Like, and she's not worried about me and I can be there for her. Don't pass out. Like when it actually started happening, I wasn't worried about that at all. Never mm-hmm. for a second. I like knew I wouldn't and I could be there for you and do whatever my version of I was supposed to do then, mm-hmm. which, cause it was still kind of like absolute chaos. Um, but Did it seemed like to you, cause this, it seemed like this to me, there were a billion people in that room, first of all. Yeah. Cause but also, did it not feel like crazy chaos tension? Like everyone seemed panicked. Everyone was panicked. I don't know if you noticed that, um, but the- everyone was absolutely panicked because these things are very almost always plant. Mm -hmm. This is a major surgery. And for twins, uh, they need, they need the team that they would have for a single baby. They need double that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So they have two doctors. So they had NICU nurses there too. And then a whole, and then NICU team, but yeah, but they needed two NICU teams, which composes, that was three people. So there was three people for each baby. There's just like the NICU teams and emergency teams, and then all the nurses and then the two actual doctors like doing The uh, the stuff. So there's so many people in there. And also they they weren't set up for it because, I mean, these people are all great. They're all so incredible, the jobs. I'm so grateful to, for them. But they, like a lot of time I saw them looking for like specific instruments and tools they needed and they were not there because a lot of the fr- attention and frustration and kind of of them in the room was that they were like, where's the thing? Why? There's no things in here. And then like digging through drawers, like especially with when they Maisie. were dealing with Maisie. I could tell that, like, I, I guess maybe we'll get to that as a whole other. Yeah, well, I will thing, say, I just but, remember before you got in the room, even the chaos that was in that room that. Yeah, they weren't, I was, they weren't ready. I was. As we weren't ready. Like, the most scared I've ever been in my life. Like, I was absolutely terrified. It was. Our awful. doctor was calm and cool. She was fine. But, yeah. but um, I will say that I just was stabbed in the spine. And I looked around the room and I remember having the feeling. Um, before the drugs even kicked in, I remember having the feeling of absolute panic. Don't have a panic attack, but also I need to tell them it's all cool. Guys. Like I wanted to be like, Hey guys, it's all good. Everyone calm down. Yeah. I want, I had the urge to tell everyone to calm down because they were freaking me out more with yeah, how panicked I mean, they seemed. I don't know the staffing situation typically on a Saturday morning. 
Um, I'm so grateful that like when your water broke, I was able to get in touch with our doctor because I had her cell phone number and also like, and I knew she had told me, she's like, I, a lot of times don't get service where I live. So just text me and I'll eventually get it. Yeah. When my I water broke, he goes, I could call her doctor. And he said, should I text her? Well, no, I texted her and called her like essentially at the same exact time just to make sure that she knew. And she answered on a mm-hmm. Saturday morning and she was in town. And she was at, got to the hospital before us. It's just like, we're so lucky that she wasn't like, oh, I'm in Ojai. You know what I mean? Well, at the I told, spa or I, something. When I first talked to her about being our doctor, um, I said, and, and if you are not able to be there, if, it, if they come on a holiday, they're due around Christmas. So if you're no, busy, who's like, going to be there? Yeah. Oh, she was like not even letting me finish the sentence. Yeah, She's like, what if, yeah. I will deliver your baby. But I'm just saying, like, what if she was, it's a Saturday morning. Maybe she went to wine country with her lovely husband. You know, I don't know. Like, yeah. She was there before us. Um, but yeah, they were not set up for it, like mm-hmm. technically. And so it was a lot of people who had 10 minutes notice to sprint to that wing of the hospital and do this thing. Cause I've now seen them around the hospital a lot for the last two weeks. And they have stations and stuff that are not close to there. And they're doing lots of other things. I, and I've heard kind of codes be read out over the loudspeaker. I think it was an on hands on deck situation that was double. Mm-hmm. And it was like a bit of chaos. And so that's all happening around us. Like the turning point for me that I kind of remember um, is that is that when when they what I didn't expect is so you're flat on this table and there's a curtain here like you're you know mm-hmm. essentially your neck like just mm-hmm. below the bottom of your neck and I'm just can only see your head but then I could see you kind of like violently being being jolted being around jolted around and I and I know they were digging oh my gosh this violent jolting is 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 four hands of these two doctors <laughs> on the inside of my <laughs> wife's abdominal cavity. <laughs> Pulling out babies. Uh, and I, and it was the way you're moving was, was kind of violent. And I was just like, Oh, like that was, I will never. <laughs> I don't remember being jolted around. That. And you're just like looking up at me like this. And I was just like, everything's fine. Everything. I just kept saying, everything's okay. Everything's so Fine. they pull out, they pull out Wesley and they pull out Wesley and, and he, and he started, and we, we, we knew that because of when we first heard him start crying. And I'm, when I tell you that two adult human beings immediately, like immediately both <laughs> burst into sobbing <laughs> tears in really, unison, truly. like how did that, I, <laughs> you know, burst. like there was immediately like waterfalls of tears coming out of I us. don't understand that you know as an actor a lot of times for like an audition or a job it's like it says in the script like the character cries and it's like a big thing for actors to try and figure out like how to cry or fear of well what if I can't get there on the day which has certainly happened to me for an audition for a job I was able to like weep in the audition and then I got the job and then I'm on set for the day and I just couldn't really get there yeah because like when that address when sometimes like you just can't yeah can't get wet as we call it Ugh, in the business never say that again <laughs> what D- uh, move on okay. <laughs> um but like so it's it's so strange to me that's i don't know that somewhere deep in there like there's that you hear that baby cry that res- that physical response oh, was yeah. just so incredible mm-hmm. and then he's got a team of three people and he's kind of like on a table over my shoulder and then it was like us checking in with each other like he's crying he's okay he's okay you know what i mean me going looking at him okay he's okay 
And and then it became really bad because then mm-hmm. we couldn't we didn't hear her. Yeah. Right. That we I knew she came out because they said it's a girl. She is um here's the girl and they talked about how she had peed. Right. She, like, she came she, out she peed. She peed basically into your I guess I don't know where she peed, but she peed somewhere and they were all talking about her pee and they talked about how big and thick her cord was, but there was no sounds of her crying. Right. Yeah, which was mortifying. And then she was brought kind of really the farthest corner of the room with like three. Was it enough? I feel like it was another room. Like I feel like it, it was, like was. there, was, there like was like another off. There was like then like this little like kind of enclave and then another room. Like she was kind of far away from yeah. you um, around didn't the corner. See her. And so I got you who's going through this. I got uh, I got little Wesley there and uh, and now Maisie far away. And I'm and I'm kind of back and forth. Between, and then all of a sudden, like. I didn't realize like that they had brought Maisie over there. Like I hadn't even seen her yet. I know I did hadn't heard her cry. And then I saw her like you and our doctor legs, were like, like she's over and- there. She's over there. And I went over there and there was three grown men, doctors, heroes. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Around her. And I mean, is this, this is so hard to talk about. I don't know. You know. Um, but like, um, is this something you'd share or would share? Like, is is it- yeah? But I mean, I've I've talked about how when she came out, she was purple and she wasn't breathing. Yeah, and- she. So yeah, because I t- told you that because yeah. with my eyes, I um, I I saw it all happen, and it was very, very, very. It was like the most scared I've ever been in my life. Is like watch, like realizing that like she hasn't turned the corner yet. She's not okay. She yeah. may not be. And then looking back, and I could see you just on the staring. table and just your eyes staring at me. And I remember I gave you a fake thumbs. Like I would give you, I, remember I gave that. you a thumbs up. Like everything's okay over here. Like a totally lying to you. Like it yeah. was not okay in that. Yeah. Um, in that moment, I don't want to like physically describe how like yeah. she was being handled to kind of like get her. But I know that like I inserted myself in a situation to just ask, like, is I couldn't help it. Like, is she going to be okay? And the answer I was given was not um, of complete confidence. It was mm-hmm. like, what, oh, we've got to get this guy away from here right now. And uh, well, you know what I mean? A kind of like superficial, we just, we just need her to turn a corner was what he said, mm-hmm. you know? And, and that was. Yeah, that's what he said. He said, we just need her to turn a corner. Yeah. And the way he said, I mean, there's, you know, all the social cues within that brief sentence were, I mean, it's something, yeah, I'll never forget, but yeah. Well, she is okay for the listeners. It's a comedy podcast. <laughs> <laughs> she is okay, and she has turned a corner, and she did turn a corner that day. They just needed to. She needed help breathing. She wasn't ready to come out. Wesley was like, "Let's get out of here. Let's go party." And um, Maisie was like, "What are you talking about? My little like sack in mommy's body is super cool. Why would you make me come out?" Because yeah, she was like, "Screw all these machines. Like I got." They I both got had their mom. own waters. His water is broken. His umbilical cord is coming out. He needed to come out, but hers was all intact. Her water was not broken and her, she was just sleeping up there in her little womb. And, um, so this was shocking to her. He had already started going through the like labor process, you know, like I was having contractions and his waters broke and, and he was already halfway out and she was like, what is going on? I was taking a nap and now I'm out of here. So she is good now. It makes sense. And they're, wow, are they good at their jobs? Which like, yeah. man, I cower in comparison. Any stress I've ever felt about any job I've ever had, like, I just can't imagine. No way. There's like, no way. the, I don't know what, what it takes to be someone who's like, this is, 
I do this for like a living. Yeah. That's so wild. They're amazing. They're Truly. really, I know they're really amazing. Um, I love hearing you talk about this. I love talking about this with you. Um, it is time to, <laughs> to have another, uh, thank you to our next sponsor. So we're going to take a little bit of a break from the story again to say thanks to our next sponsor of the day, which is of course Canva. Making content is obviously an essential part of what I do and also what we do with this podcast to keep this show going, but it hasn't always been a seamless creative process. I always feel like I have so many things to do and don't have enough time to do it all, which is why I'm so excited that Canva decided to sponsor us. Canva Pro is going to help us out to design anything like a pro on any device. It can help you guys out too if you Mm. want to check it out. It is super, super awesome. It is a design platform that empowers you to create and share stunning content in just a few clicks. Designing with Canva Pro is amazingly fast and fun. You can choose from thousands of templates that are easy to customize or start from scratch. Canva Pro has endless premium fonts, photos, videos, and so much more that add personality and edge to whatever you're designing. No more paying for images, guys. This is this is such a huge library of images and tools and features. There's so much stuff that you can choose from here. You ever bought here. an image? Images are expensive. They're, yes, I have. They're really expensive. Like super expensive. Yeah, when you yeah. have to buy stuff for like your, your small business or like when we did um, Haters Back Off, like buying like stock footage. Oh my God, it was so expensive. It's really expensive. Yeah, it is. But not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Designing together has never been easier. Sharing, editing, and commenting in real time. Canva Pro helps you stay organized on the same page and on top of team projects. No more misplaced files or tedious back and forth. Plus, you and four teammates can unlock everything Canva Pro has to offer for just $12.99 a month. With Canva Pro's content planner, you'll save time planning, creating, and posting social media content too. Pause scheduled posts and edit them at any time. This is incredible. It's incredible. In, in any time? At any time. <laughs> it's really awesome. If you guys want to check it out, you can design like a pro with Canva Pro. Right now, you can get a free 45-day extended trial when you use my promo code. Just go to canva.me slash relax to get your free 45-day extended trial. That's C-A-N-V-A dot M-E slash relax. Canva.me slash relax. Alrighty, so um, this story is it's fascinating. It is. <laughs> it is. So. It really is. And I think the thing most people wanted to know from you, Stockland, uh-huh. stocks. May I call you stocks? Please call me stock. Um, <laughs> it's it's uh it's I like it because it like reminds me of when all, like literally all my friends like everyone in high school. It's cute. Call me that. Um, I love that our kids have your last name. Maybe someone will call them Stocks. Probably. Um, so people have been asking about the NICU experience from because I've been talking a lot about the NICU experience and how hard it has been. Yeah. So that was basically like the birth experience. I mean, there's way more to it. Then we were in the hospital for a few days. It was really, really hard. Um, really just crazy experience. It was really hard. Um, we were in the exact same room we were in with Flynn when Flynn was born, uh, recovering and uh, it was weird to be in that room without babies and have to go up to the NICU in a wheelchair every day. Yeah. Um, but I will say, even though it was like the hardest few days of our lives, we like somehow in this traumatic experience had like a really nice time together. I know it sounds weird. Well, I don't know how else you cope. I feel like with something like that, because it like. I think you can. 
be like sobbing one minute and then laughing the like the next. Yeah, like the, you can do both. Um, I think that you and, and I to are... cope in that circumstance of being stuck in a hospital room for four days right. after having babies, but not able to have uh, the babies and seeing them all all tiny well, and, and was... hooked up to machines. Like like what? What? Yeah, we and then we're down there, just kind of stuck there, watching. Jojo on dancing with the stars or whatever, you know, whatever, like just talking like all night in this hospital room. Like it was this weird, like I was like, this is the best worst Airbnb we've ever yeah. had kind of thing. It's, yeah. Whenever you and I are, I think a great match, a good couple, but um, in moments like that, it, it really shows like how great we are together. Cause like we do so well in like, traumatic or intense or scary times is like, I feel like when we're the strongest, I feel like in times where my other people might fall apart is when our relationship, I always feels like the strongest. And that's how I felt that whole time. I was like, I just felt so lucky to be with you. And yeah, we both um, have like a crisis mode that is like deep within us that like there's, you can't access it unless an actual yeah. crisis. But when it happens, when there's an earthquake, like we both fly Mm-hmm. up the stairs like we fly mm-hmm. you know um when there's yeah it's those kinds of things so i have the stairs to our son by the way right so. yeah um <laughs> not just i'm, going just, upstairs, I'm thinking of a space. specific yeah. moment that actually happened like yeah. those that's what popped into my head like that and when your water broke the first time you know mm-hmm. what i mean and and then again the same exact unprepared thing happening mm-hmm. again um yeah we had um you know this time at the hospital together and it was hard and scary and sad and frustrating at times but like we had such a great time together i feel um there. yeah it's a strange thing to kind of describe right like it's, it's hard to yeah but now give a definition to like what that was for us right yeah um the, as we're recording this podcast the babies are two weeks old so this all happened two weeks ago today they are today and um today. so people have asked what your experience is because i've shown my side which is like sometimes i'm fine and sometimes i fall apart sobbing it just depends on what minute it is of the day um, because it's hard to leave your babies at the hospital. And so people have asked what it is like for you. I think my, I texted my parents yesterday, like, cause I, I like to give them like updates every day if I, I can. And I, I said, the babies are doing good. Uh, Colleen and I are melted emotionally but taking it day by day. And I, I, when I, I just typed that and sent it and I was just like, oh yeah, I do feel melted emotionally. Mm-hmm. That's how I would say it is. It's not great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I didn't know much about the NICU. I had heard about it. Um, and now I'm there. Every day. For hours, every day. And I feel like I've discovered this place where there are these incredible people doing this incredible job and it's a lot it's um we describe i hope no one takes this the wrong way but we describe it as the worst and best place in the world it's the place i want to be the most all day but also the place i don't want to be at at yeah. all is like how we describe it it's, it's the, like it's the best worst place it's um, like all we want to do is be there with them but we also don't want to be there at all like it's like a weird feeling when you're there you're just i don't want to be here but i also want to be here it's really crazy and we're so grateful for everyone who works there but yeah and that they're they're okay and they're doing okay and they're you know making progress there progress um slow progress i'm grateful uh for that but yeah it's uh what is um 
I never thought I never thought I'd be doing this. I neither. It's hard. It's hard to talk about right now. I feel like I'll be better to talk about it when this experience is over. Mm -hmm. um, but right now, we're like I feel like in this kind of peak throes of it. Like like even though we knew this was a possibility and we knew this would happen if they came early and that traditionally twins do come early and we were kind of on baby watch from, from week 30. Um, 29. Yeah, we were, we were told if we could just make it to week 30 and then well, you and you did. And then two weeks more. Um, and we had had these discussions with her doctor, what it was like there, what would be happening there. Um, but still, then it happens and it's happening. Um, and it's like, you just reminded me like, holy, it's been two weeks of yeah. that. And it's going to be weeks more mm -hmm. and more, you know what I mean? Um, and hopefully um, sooner rather than later, but. It's seeming like it's going to be later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will say this, like, you know, like the. There's many security guards that work at that hospital that you have to check in with at two different levels to get into the, um, to even get into the hospital. And they all know us and they mm -hmm. know where we're going. This is a lot of people. Mm -hmm. and they've seen us so much that they know who we are. They yeah. know where we're going. And then we are, then there's many more layers of security and they all know us and mm -hmm. they all know where we're going. And then there are many different amazing, wonderful nurses that work there and we all know them by name and mm -hmm. have opinions of them and they're <laughs> <laughs> good opinions and, and, good opinions well we have power rankings so yeah. it, um <laughs> and then there's physical therapists and doctors and um there's all, all sorts of great wonderful people we these are all people we know by name now and mm -hmm. talk about and, and it's, it's just uh it's, it's just our crazy. life right now yeah. and um and when i'm not there i want to be there and when i'm there i'm so happy to be there and, and in the presence of our kids but like also like hate that I'm yeah. there. I hate it. Yeah, I know. Um, and then we come home and I'm like, I, I want to, I just am constantly picturing them there and what's going on there yeah, thinking about there and or we're calling there. Mm -hmm. Um, it's this weird like guilt that like, what you, is it? What is it? It's a, it's, it's like an a, intensive care unit for very little babies. It's mm -hmm. like, don't, I don't want to, yeah, don't want to be there. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's been pretty brutal, um, but we're getting through it and we just have to get through like a month more yeah. <laughs> ish. We'll see how long it takes them to like be ready to come yeah, home. We go there and we do what that we do anything we can to like help help them because apparently there's things that these doctors tell us can help them. And if that's hold them against our skin and sing to them and talk to them and read touch them, to them and, them and read to them. And uh, yeah, and that's what we do. Damn it. We're going to do every little yeah. thing that we can to help them gonna make me cry i'm crying <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're very emotional it's hard it's really really hard you asked me i know i'll it's... tell you if you ask me i'll tell you um nobody else is listening <laughs> they're all listening um it's give me some of that wine <laughs> <laughs> um it is it's very hard yeah so they're like you know you need to bring milk and wow have I brought milk? I'm like, when you find something do they you know, can do. Do your, do your people here on the on the internet know that like you are like milk queen? <laughs> they know I make a lot they of milk. They told you literally 
stop bringing milk. We have no room in our hospital grade walk-in freezer for milk anymore. Yeah, they told me to stop. And today I haven't brought milk for a few days. And today I asked my nurse, the nurse of the baby. So I was like, uh, do you guys need more? Like, how are you guys on milk? Because our freezer is getting full. Yeah. And um, she looked at me with eyes of horror. <laughs> Did you see her eyes? Yeah. Her eyes got so big. She, she, you know, we're all wearing masks. So all you can see is her eyes. And her eyes got triple the size. And she's like, no, do the, yeah. not bring more milk. <laughs> I was like, okay, sorry. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm yeah. banned from bringing milk to the hospital. Well, that's good. So much you are, I, you're blessed. You are you're I'm, very, uh. Well, very I, milky. I'm very milky. I have a, I make a lot of milk, but I think like you hear like there's something you can do and you are like, I have to do yeah. anything I can. Yeah. And I'm, I feel very grateful. My body is like making milk, although they've also had formula too. I'm formula is awesome too. Like I'm not knocking like that I, they have formula and milk. Of course not. Yeah. Um, they need a, They actually need the formula, by the way, to um, get the calorie. Amount yeah. There's that they a certain need. amount of like calorie percentage. So um, both are wonderful. But yeah, the, anything you can do. Like we went out and bought books for them because he said reading. So we made a trip to the bookstore and Eric started reading The Princess Bride to them yesterday. Um, I did. I didn't realize <laughs> that the character in that movie was spelled with a T. Wesley. Yeah. yeah. Not that I, we were naming him after that character. I no. just was like, oh, Wesley, like in that movie too, right? Yeah. It's that's Wesley. We well, I, you pronounce it Wesley, but yes, Wesley. Right. I never knew it had a T in it. Our son says not have a T. is spelled usually with an I-E at the end and we're spelling it with a Y. So we're kind yeah. of just quirky people, guys, I guess. Like we just spell our kids' names all They're going to have the most normal names like when they're in high school. Every, everyone's going to be named like... You know, I saw a lot of comments that were like, oh, they're such unique names. And when I tell people their names, Wesley, people are like, oh, that's cool. And when I say Maisie, they're like, what a unique name. I'm like, is Maisie a unique name? I, well, I just remember when you first, when we were talking about your middle name, May, and then you came up with that version of it as like a first name. I just remember immediately being like, oh, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, you were like immediately like, yeah, that's her name. I, Maisie. Love, I just love that. Yeah. Maisie yeah I Joe. love it too. It's awesome. Yeah. Oh, Maisie Joe. Um, they're awesome. They're doing really good. And, um, it's time for another ad break. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It feels so weird doing ad breaks um, in this episode. It is, it is, it is like... Um, but I am so grateful for them. Like, I'm so grateful that people... Yeah, that's what, what it is. It's a podcast. We got sponsors, guys. But we, And who's... No, you go ahead. Okay, I will. <laughs> <laughs> but we are so grateful for our sponsors, and um, we're so lucky to have them all, and especially lucky to be sponsored by... Indeed, you're putting in the work to better yourself. Why not put the same effort into the hiring process at work? It doesn't take much. It just takes Indeed. Indeed is a hiring partner that gets you what you really want, a short list of quality candidates as fast as possible because you can do it all, attract, interview, and hire all at Indeed. Don't struggle on your own to find quality candidates. Indeed can help you hire the right people right now. Indeed partners with you on every step of the hiring process so you can find talent with the skills you need through tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description and you can even invite them to apply right away. With Indeed Instant Match, over 90% of employers get quality candidates as soon as they sponsor their job post, according to Indeed data, which we all know is, of course, I'm thinking about the best. Indeed, and I'm thinking about, like, I want to use it. I'm like, what? 
what we would use it for. Mm-hmm. And like when we start our, we're going to start a theater camp. Yes, we are. If, when we start our theater camp. Yeah. This is how we hire like we just have like we it. just get crazy creative having the ideas, but then we hire someone on yes. Indeed to actually like put put it together. That's right? the way to do it. That's what we're doing. I think that's where we would find quality candidates oh. and match with them I, very fast. Exactly where we're going to do it. Candidates <laughs> you invite to apply through Instant Match are three times more likely to apply to your job than those who only see it in search, according to Indeed data. So get started right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash relax. Get a $75 credit at Indeed.com slash relax. Indeed.com slash relax. Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I would call it just theater kid. Like your shirt. Like call the camp that. That's what we're going to do. Theater it's kid is like it's decided. theater camp. Theater Kid Camp. We already got the logo. Theater Camp with a K. So uh, it has been a long, interesting uh, episode of just hearing your side of things. Is there more that you have perspective on from this entire experience? Or are you not wanting to talk about it anymore? Because It's not that I don't want to talk about it, comment on it. I'm just just so in it right now that it's... um, I'm fine. I'm like at a loss for where I'm at yeah. words. Like how to articulate it. I, when I'm right. When I am looking back on it, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> that'll be easier. Um, well, we can, we can talk about something else. When we're past this. Okay. We can talk about how when, it's your birthday tomorrow. Well, when we're recording this, it is, but once this episode comes out, it will have been my birthday four days prior or something like that. Um, but it is my birthday tomorrow. Well, in the room I'm in, in the real world, it is my birthday tomorrow. It's your tomorrow. birthday tomorrow. And um, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I think for the first time in my life, I, I do not care. Um, You're a pretty big birthday person. I'm a very big birthday person. Yeah. I love birthdays. Anyone's birthday. It makes me excited. I love birthdays. I love celebrating people and having any excuse to get together and have a theme. Mm-hmm. You normally Give have your that. big um, childhood cancer fundraiser on your birthday. And I'm still planning on doing a childhood cancer fundraiser this year. Just um, right now, it's tentatively going to be December 4th, just like a live stream. Oh, good. Um, but it just depends on the babies and what's going on with yeah. them. So we'll see if that happens. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. It's just a matter of when. I know so you are. Of the link are. is already like the donate page is already up. What is the donate page? Um, well, I don't have the like URL memorized, but <laughs> <laughs> well, what do people look for if they want to go? Um, I, it's in like the donate bio ahead of, time. of like every, all my videos right now. So okay. I'll put it in this one too. If yeah, I do that. There you go. Um, if you guys want to donate to Childhood Cancer, you can. But yeah, my birthday's tomorrow. We don't have plans. We're just going to hang out here. I've invited my family over tomorrow night to um just i want holiday music because that always makes me really happy mm-hmm. so i just want like christmas music and christmas movies and like hot chocolate and you know i don't even like hot chocolate but it just makes me think of christmas it's so great. we found but, some found some uh some discount chocolate spoons oh, at yeah. marshall's home goods i'm sure they're three years expired last night of course they're do Why? not care how else would they get there yeah that's true um so yeah we don't have really plans uh, my only goal for tomorrow is to hang out with flynn in the morning Mm-hmm. And to hold both of my babies tomorrow at the same time. Yeah. I'm going to cry. <laughs> I got to do that today. It's great, isn't it? It's terrifying. It's <laughs> it's the best worst thing also. <laughs> like it's I I had held them 
both at the same time, very briefly during like a kind of switching process between me and you, they have like four um, monitor stickers stuck to their mm-hmm. skin. And then they have a, and a feeding a, tube and a feeding tube in their nose. And then on their foot, they have um, monitors and cords. Another attached. monitor like, like, it's like monitoring their heart rate, respiratory rate, oxygen level, all these um, things. So they're very plugged in and so to hold them it all they also come with the cords they're they're not bluetooth well and unfortunately. They're, they're you know 34 week old babies essentially like what a oh my gosh eric just spilled a bunch of wine why on would the you computer. say that why would you not just let it go because it was obvious <laughs> something dramatic happened in this room um uh, so <laughs> you are you you're not gonna move the keyboard and why, the mouse why would I move it? because there's wine all over it wine. okay yeah, I know. I just watched you. Is it going to get all on all of our equipment? Uh, no. Oh, God. Okay. So um, maybe we're going to cut this episode short to make sure that our... Yeah, because there's wine on everything. Is it all right if we finish this episode or is our computer going to explode? Nothing's on fire at this point. Okay. Anyway, um, yeah, the, the babies are are definitely attached to monitors and cords and cables, but also... They are what a 34 week um, fetus looks like because they that's what they are. They're babies that are 34 weeks old gestation. And um, so they don't have a lot of strength. They're very skinny, very tiny, very bony. And um, you really have to make sure you are holding and supporting their head and their neck and their back. Yeah, their head, their neck. You've ever like held a baby and people are like support the head like I mean, this is like times a million. Yeah. And so to hold one. It's complicated. It's complicated to hold two. You don't have the the things that you need to support. It's very like so. It's so wonderful. To, uh, we had two babies at the same time. We had mm-hmm. twins, but to hold them both at the same time, I feel like every muscle, tendon, like every every part of you tenses. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and freezes, and then eventually locks and goes numb. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's so. Um, yeah. When we're when we're home, like it'll mm-hmm. be so much more relaxed and great, and, and you know what I mean. But like when you're in, in the uh, Nick, you in the chairs in, the in, the ho- hot in a hospital room in like this in like in chair, and like you're great, but they always give you the comfy chair. Yeah, well, that's because you're I'm recovering mom. from a huge surgery. Well, Not because I'm a mom. <laughs> it is because you're a mom. The dad's it's because I'm recovering from a C-section. They're going to give me situations, the situations. Oh, I will have to say that, like, I'm sorry, you're your wisdom teeth out, but I think a C-section, it's not C-section the same thing. gets you the nice You know, chair. you've joked with me, like, like husbands are are treated a bit. We're a bit peasants in this whole system. No offense, as you should be in that. <laughs> <laughs> Because I just had abdominal surgery. I'm just saying, like, I like know, I know, are. I know you did, but like, they're like, to me, like, through the whole process, they're like, give him some juice, isn't lay down on the ground, like, idiot. You know what I mean? Here's your gown. And then it's like, we're in a hospital room for four nights and five days, and they bring you three meals a day delicious meals. Oh, please. Wonderful. As if you no want one, that. And they're constantly bringing you water and stuff like that. And I know, yeah, you had major surgery. Oh, you carried God. babies for 32 weeks. But you had but your wisdom to no one. They didn't even look at me. Like people in and out of room the whole time. They're never like, do you need some water too? Or like, would you, would you like to eat food in the oh, past five days? I'm God. not saying that I need it. I'm not. I've survived. I've never. 
But I'm just saying, like, and then when it comes to, like, like, when you say they always give you the comfy chair, it's because they're like, you just had a C-section sit down in the comfy chair. I know, but I'm just saying the stark (laughs) contrast between the chair they offer you, which is a Lazy Boy brand name recliner Mm -hmm. versus the wooden fold out chair from the 1960s with no (laughs) armrest. From a church youth group. Right, from a church youth group in the 60s. They offer me, yeah, that they bought in an estate sale. Like, is what they offer me. It's, and I'm just like, like it's, I, I'm in pain. Yeah, I know. I have a weird, I think I somehow it was popped out. Oh, oh I will use the rest of this podcast to complain about my pain if you let you, me. <laughs> I have to show you this TikTok. I know I say that all the time, but it's so funny. And it is literally what we're talking about right now. It's a woman who's, I have to show you, it's so funny. And now I'm talking about, it, I'm not going to show it to the people listening to the podcast. But anyway, this all started because I said, I re- all I want for my birthday is to hold both babies at the same time. Oh, right. Yes, that's a wonderful idea. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, all I really want for my birthday is for them to be healthy enough to come home, but that's definitely not going to happen. Um, They're very healthy for their age, but they have to have eaten on their own for 24 hours. Mm. And so far, Wesley's had like the smallest amount of milk from a bottle and the rest is all feeding tube. Um, And Maisie's had none. So they're definitely not coming home tomorrow. Um, So that's all I really want. I know. And even when they were like, it's going to be like, a month <laughs> yeah, or two like you know what i mean and we we're like oh yeah, yeah yeah but like in the back of your head you're like they'll be home they're gonna yeah. come home on thanksgiving when i had them i thought like when we had the c-section two weeks ago i was like all right yeah 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 they'll be home around christmas time but really they'll be home at thanksgiving right. like that's what i thought i know yeah. somehow and, i um, like still like do a little yeah yeah but my mind is just like totally lying to myself and and then it's it a survival kinda, instinct isn't it yeah it's and, very strange like mm-hmm. you're you're rational brain does not take well, over in these situations. It kind of the same thing happened. This is a weird comparison, but like with the pandemic, um, very weird comparison, but just go with me here when it was like uh, two weeks of quarantine. Yeah, I can handle that. Okay. And then when it got to like, Oh, we're going to have three more months of this. I fell apart. I was like, that's impossible. But somehow and, you also knew it wasn't going to be three more months. It was going to be like the but rest like, of your life. I hoped it would be, you know, I was like, it's not actually going to be three more months. It's going to be another week. And then when you get that realization of like, oh, it's going to be like this for a year, mm-hmm. you fall apart. And so I have those. I think that's my big fall apart moments is like lying to myself so that I can get through the day yeah. and saying like, they're going to be home in a week. And then the when I have the moments of realization of like, they will not be home for a month or two. When that when those moments settle in and I realize, oh, we have to do this every day, go to that hospital every day and see your babies hooked up to machines every day and miss out on time with our toddler every day for a month or two. It sounds impossible. And so I fall apart. And I think I lie to myself. That it'll be sooner because I can handle that. You know what it's I mean? A, it's a fair analogy for our situation right now. But um, say. yeah, uh, yeah, that's all I want for my birthday. And it's not going to happen. So we were talking earlier today how we need to celebrate your birthday and my birthday later like when the babies come home mm-hmm. and that's the plan and then we're gonna go on a honeymoon yeah someday we'll go on a honeymoon <laughs> we never <laughs> went on a honeymoon we were supposed to go uh last summer and then the pandemic happened and then we could have gone well i still don't think we would have traveled this year i knew this was gonna happen I don't, it's so crazy but like we're yeah. gonna be i think we're, we're gonna, gonna be 75 years old never on we're gonna be 75 years old being like when are we going on that honeymoon <laughs> we'll go someday. someday people we know go on a vacation it seems like every other day I know, but what's us with it's that? like but us it's like i don't know 
Well, but it's, I don't know. I'm not getting into that discussion. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about that. Um, about what? About how my feelings on people vacationing. Oh, well, it's fine. Take a vacation, I guess. I guess. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, I don't know if this episode is two hours long or if it's 30 minutes long, but hopefully there's some content in here that you guys have enjoyed listening to. Um, we how are, do you feel about the garage set? I like it except for the fact that it comes with mosquitoes. There was just the one. Well, Did it, you like how it, the water heater kept kicking on? Yeah, I don't it? know if you guys could hear that, but that definitely kept happening. I personally prefer the podcast room. Mm-hmm. I, I like the look of it in here. Yeah. This I don't think there's any ventilation. There's not. I feel very stuffy. It's like stale. Yeah, it's stale and stuffy. Just us and all your old tour suitcases. And haters back off costumes. Props. Um, and bug bites all over. Like I'm covered in, in mosquito bites right now. And I really need to pump. So we're going to go. Thanks for listening, everyone. We love you. Hey, we're back. We're back. Yeah, we were, we're off ending. for a week. Oh. oh. We're ending the, the episode. You can't end an episode by saying we're back. <laughs> goodbye everyone getting good at this guys episode 100 (laughs) goodbye goodbye With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.